people think that it's so much more difficult to actually do these things and to create loyalty with your clientele that I think people overthink it so much and think it's so difficult that they don't know how to execute it. So I'm going to teach you how to build that loyalty and get your clients to become raving fans of you and always want to be returning to you and you only. Welcome to Lashy Hour. I'm Lizzie, your host, a retired cocktail waitress now running multiple businesses. My mission is to stop you from playing small and help you build the life that you've been dreaming of by teaching you everything that I've learned. Consider me the lash sister you never knew you needed. Expect lots of tea spilling and martini shaking on all of the juiciest tips, tricks, and industry secrets. Hi, babe. Happy Friday. Welcome to Lashy Hour. Thank you so much for coming back. If you're new, hello, hi. My name is Lizzie and I am your host. Thank you for joining me. I have such an amazing episode to share today. I feel like such an expert in this field, in this topic, in this category. I'm so excited to talk about it, but I am feeling so overwhelmed right now with Christmas being right around the corner. Like we literally have one. This is our last weekend before Christmas and I can just already feel like it's going to flash before my eyes. Like I have a fully booked weekend and not with clients. I literally have Christmas parties on Christmas parties and festivities. I my family and my partner and I, like we've cut back on gifting a lot. So we definitely prioritize spending time together, playing games together, having a few cocktails together. Um, really, really excited to like have some family time, although it's still not even feeling like Christmas. I think we're supposed to have some snow coming up, but I think because it's been so mild outside, hasn't really felt like it. And like I said, like the time just flying by, like my partner and I looked at each other last night and we're like, Christmas is next weekend. Like to think that we're going to be sitting and celebrating with family is almost a little bizarre feeling. I don't know if anyone else is feeling the same way as us, but I just know I'm going to blink and it's going to be Christmas. Next week, I have four full days with clients. I'm someone who I like to cram my hours so that I have an extra few days off. Never really have a day off, but you know what I mean. I will. I like to do 10-hour days, although they absolutely kill me. By the end of the night, I'm like not able to hold a conversation for my last client, but um, I definitely prefer doing that rather than working like more days. So next week, I have 40 hours in four days, getting everyone in before Christmas, and then time to celebrate. So crazy. Um, wishing you all the best during your week before Christmas. I know that this is literally the busiest time of year for us. I hope that you don't have any no-shows or last-minute cancellations. Let's hope everybody's health. Everyone start taking your vitamin C and wearing a mask so that you can all make it to your last appointments. Oh, the stress. So, today's episode, like I said, I am so ready to deep dive into this. Today's episode is going to be all about how to get your clients to return back to you, how to create some loyalty within your client base. And just to like get your books to be fully booked all the time. I'm someone who I don't really believe in slow seasons or busy seasons. Like I do for sure busy seasons because there are those times of year where everyone wants everyone and their mother wants their lashes done. But I don't believe in slow seasons because my books always continue to stay full. I rarely, rarely, rarely have a slow season. To be honest with you, I've rarely had a slow season since I've started my business. So what I'm going to share with you It's a lot of common sense, but I think that people think that 
it's so much more difficult to actually do these things and to create loyalty with your clientele that I think people overthink it so much and think it's so difficult that they don't know how to execute it. So I'm going to teach you how to build that loyalty and get your clients to become raving fans of you and always want to be returning to you and you only. The first thing you're going to have to do is have market research. I love market research. I'm a huge market research gal. Like, I just think that it's so important to know kind of where you stand in your industry. And I think it's really amazing to do market research outside of your industry as well. So the first thing I want you to do is we're going to be looking at your industry as a whole right now, not like a whole as in like a whole in something, a whole, the whole industry. So dream client exercise. If you don't know who your dream client is, like who your perfect client is, who your whatever people call it. I if you don't know this, this is probably why you're lacking loyalty and like a consistent clientele. You need to know exactly who you and your business want to be servicing because when you know who that person is, you create and design and execute everything inside of your business for that client in hopes that you'll attract a whole tribe of those clients. So if you don't already do this and you don't already have your dream client done, what I need you to do is sit down with a piece of paper, really get nitty gritty. Like what what kind of career do they have? Do they have kids? Do they have pets? What do they do in their free time? What kind of values and morals do they have? How much disposable income do they have? What do they do in their spare time? Like there's so many things that you can create this like avatar or this like fake dream client so that everything in your business, whether it comes down to marketing, your experience, your prices, everything is created for her. And then when you start marketing all of those aspects, you find all of those girls or guys who are exactly like that person you created. So you need to be doing this for the absolute first thing that you do today in this episode. Do that and then return back to this episode. So now that you've got your dream client done, I need you to do market research in and out of your industry. This means I want you to go and treat yourself. Go get your lashes done. Go and get a facial done. Go and get a haircut. Go and like go and treat yourself this and really take note of the experience. I I am always someone within my lash courses, I always talk about doing everything with intention and getting my services done is something I always do with intention. I love to just go and relax and obviously enjoy the experience, but at the same time, I'm always taking note. Like, what did I enjoy? What didn't I enjoy? What conversations really flowed and felt really great? Did I feel comfortable with that price? Was there any additional things they threw in for extra that felt really amazing? Like I'm always taking notes so that I can take these things back and apply them in my own experiences for my own clientele. So like I said, do some market research, go get your lashes done, figure out like, are there things that they do that you do like, you don't like? For instance, just out of the very, a very, very, very fast example right now. One of my pet peeves is when you get your lashes done, the lash tech or your lash artist already has her light on blinding the shit out of you whilst they're asking you to have your eyes open. Like, I just don't think that's good customer service whatsoever. I always have my light off so that my clients feel comfortable. I'm not dealing with watery eyes. It's just a nicer experience for clients. And if you're sitting there as a lash tech and you are someone who blinds your clients, 
number one, maybe think about that. Maybe think like, yeah, you're right. That isn't a great experience. I never really thought about my client in that moment. If you're someone who does it and you're like, I don't care, it helps me. You should care because they're paying your bills. Because let me tell you, the amount of clients that take note on the fact that I don't have my light at a blinding light whilst have me forcing them to open their eyes, the amount of times they say, oh my God, it's so much nicer. Like people notice. So that's just a quick example to have your mind kind of expand from your own little um, groove and what you're in right now, like your own little experience, your your business model, the way that you run things, the way that you market things, like just to take a step out of that right now and expand your mindset. Um, the last thing we're going to do today, a SWOT analysis. Now, if you don't know what a SWOT analysis is, it's very popular. It's like a common standard, a common practice within business. So SWOT stands for strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats. So literally list out all of those things within your business. Now, if you've never done a SWOT analysis, you're going to have some fun with this because you have so much to go through. If you are new to the lash industry, you definitely don't have as many things to be able to list down on this analysis, but you need to get creative with your things. And if you are like a seasoned business veteran, then you should be doing this on the yearly at least just to kind of like a quick synopsis of like what you do within your business, what's working, what's not working and what you can improve on is essentially what a SWOT analysis is. So for example, strengths, what things are you really great at? Are you, if you are a seasoned veteran, like for myself right now, what am I really great at? My strengths, my retention is amazing. My customer service is amazing. If you're completely new to the lash industry, then your strengths may be that you're a great people person. You really connect with people well. It doesn't have to be the fact that your speed's amazing or your attention is amazing. You, Like I said, just get creative with it because you do have strengths to you. You just need to find them and figure out that the a way that you can apply them towards business. A weakness. So what could be a weakness? It doesn't necessarily have to be a bad thing. Like... For instance, a weakness for me, I would say that I do have a longer appointment time. Like the duration of appointment, I generally notice is longer to like average appointment time for myself. But in that, yeah, you may spend an extra 30 minutes with me than the other tech in my city or whatever, but your lashes are going to be fuller. They're going to last longer. So really, is it a weakness? It doesn't have to be a weakness. Again, opportunities. Where can you grow? Where can you succeed right now? Like, is there something that you can make yourself stand out in your industry right now? And then threats. What is going on in your industry right now? What is going on in your city that could potentially put you at risk of losing clients? really, really amazing for you to do. It's a must. If you own a business, any type of business, you must be doing this. So to go into one of my points for how to create loyalty within your clients and how to get them to return, you need to remember that your business is a whole experience. There are things that all need to align, all need to feel good, all need to look good for your client to have a great experience in general. So think about these things. The way that they book. Is it really difficult to get a hold of you? Do you respond in a timely manner? Do you have online booking? Are you always fully booked? Like just some things to think about to make sure that your client has an easy, seamless experience when they book. 
what way does your studio look? Is it beautiful? Is it, ah, could, could do some, could use some improvements. Um, what, how does your studio look and does your price reflect that? Because we all know we've all got our hair cut before and there are certain hair salons that you walk into that are just like, wow, oh my God, breathtaking. And there are also studios you walk into or salons you walk into that you're like, little grimy, looks a little dirty, vibes off, it's a little dated and you expect the price to reflect that. Another thing that you should think about is the way that your craft also looks as well. Again, if you are producing the best quality, best looking work, people expect to pay a higher price. So if your lashes are not reflecting the price that you are charging, then your clients may not continue to return to you. How do your lashes also last? So what is your attention like? Again, if all of these things need to be seamless and feel so great for the client to keep returning back to you. And if you have all of these points down, there is no way that your client isn't going to return to you. But there are things that can happen in your experience. So for instance, your customer service may be amazing. Your lashes may look beautiful. Your prices may be fair, but your lashes never last longer than a week. Unfortunately, your client may not return to you. And that is just a hard, hard hitting truth because she may be sad too at the fact that she's like, oh my God, I love the lash tech. I love her space. I love my experience there, but my lashes simply just don't last. Financially, it doesn't make sense for a client to keep returning to you. Another, Another situation here. Your studio may be beautiful. The lashes may look amazing. They may last amazing. But to book an appointment is always so difficult that they can never seem to book in a, in a timely manner. It always seems like they, every time they book, there's like nothing available or the next time slot is like every four weeks, but you're telling all your clients they have to book every two to three weeks. Again, this doesn't make sense to a client. They don't feel valued. They don't feel respected. They feel like a scraggly little extra in your business. So why are they going to return to you? They'll go find somebody else that makes them feel valued and makes them feel like they have a space within their business. So just to recap those points again, so the way they book, the way your studio looks, the way your lashes look, the way the lashes last, and the the way your customer service is ran. If you own a salon and you don't have full control over your customer service because you have people working underneath you, you really need to manage your team and you really have to train your team. There is something in owning a space or running a team is you have to take a step away from your services to make sure your team is run so well so that that reflects the business that you started and the business that you want to continue running. Your customer service can be the reason why people leave because another quick little story, I used to get my lashes done. I've been to a lot of people because again, market research, Um, but one of the texts that I used to have, I just felt like her energy was off and I never felt amazing when I left. So that takes me into my next point of it's the psychology behind sales too. People need to feel a million dollars to want to 
spend a million dollars. So like I was talking about, if your prices are at a certain price point, but then your service doesn't reflect that, people are not going to return. If you are charging over a hundred or like full sets, if you're charging 200 or more for a full set, my God, your experience must be flawless from beginning to end. That means you running on time. That means you giving aftercare. That means a relaxing environment, the way that your client expects to receive it, whether that's like chit-chatting, whether that is like spa music, whether that's just relaxing music that she can take a nap to. People must feel a million dollars to spend a million dollars. Like think about the saying, look good, feel good. If your clients are leaving looking good, but not feeling good, they're still not going to return to you. Like that is a package deal and you need to master both of those things. Another thing that really helps create loyalty with clients because it is just literally human nature is making connections with your clients. This goes down to, like I said, pure common sense. Think about your own experiences in other businesses. Like if someone remembers your name, that goes tenfold. One of my biggest fears is forgetting somebody's name not even forgetting someone's name. One of my biggest fears is saying the wrong name because I think that that is like, oh, it just really makes you feel so like not valuable or just like not even relevant in that moment. Like the person you're giving money to doesn't even know your name. Like I absolutely hate, hate, hate that. I've had it happen like once or twice where it's like I talked about long days, girls, long days. It gets to like 5 p.m. and I have like, a a lot of my clientele is referrals, which is the most amazing thing. So I do a lot of like sibling lashes. So like I'll do one girl and then she sends her sister to me, her mom to me, her aunt to me, like whatever it may be. And there was one day that I called my one client by her sister's name and she corrected me and I'm like, I know that. I don't know why I just said that. Like my brain is turned off and I apologize. And oh my God, it still haunts me now. It still keeps me up at night. So definitely just think about making connections with your clients. Like, do you know their kids' names? Do you know what they do for fun? Do you know how to make conversation? Because small talk is one thing. I personally hate small talk. Like, sure, I'm going to mention the weather. I'm going to mention Christmas. Like small talk has to be done. That's just the way. It's like, it's literally like foreplay with your partner. Like, you don't just get into deep, riveting conversations. Foreplay, foreplay. Small talk is bound to happen and it needs to happen. But you definitely need to be going a little bit deeper with your clients and really getting to know them. And also just myself personally, if you are going to spend money in my business and you're going to help me pay my bills and keep my business afloat and like literally keep my dream alive, I want to know about you. Like, I have a few clients who have been trained from their last lash tech that they have to stay quiet during appointments, which honestly is a little bit of a blessing sometimes because it's really nice to have that balance of clientele that likes to be quiet and then likes to chit chat. Um, So these few new clients that I have are like quiet clients and I've had them for a couple of months now and I'm like, oh my God, I don't know anything about them. And I was just chatting with one of them and I stayed chatting with her a little bit longer than I think that she thought she was allowed to talk with, which is crazy. Like, again, that's a whole other topic, but 
I was chatting with her and she's telling me about her job and where she's from and like things like that. It's like, I love knowing that stuff. Like that really makes me feel good because I get excited to see those clients and I get excited to chat. Like when I look at my calendar in the morning and I have like, to be honest with you, I love all of my clients right now. So it's like, I look at my calendar in the morning and I have all these names that I just look forward to like catching up with and like what's new in their life, like what's exciting, celebrating things that happened to them, like being there for them in like some of the hard times. Like my one client, she finally, I have been watching her like dream about this for so long. She finally was just able to get the career of her dreams. Like she just got hired on by the police force and now she's going to be a police officer. Like, I think that that is just, like, I was so excited to see her because I knew that, like, that was the last possible time she was going to get that message, the fact that she was going to get or approved or accepted into the job. And I was literally so excited to see her because I was like, oh my God, I can't wait for her to tell me the good news. I'm hoping it's good news. And that goes like, it just helps you enjoy your job a little bit more too, because to make no connections and just have these people come in, exchange money and leave, like, that must get a little dull and boring sometimes. So definitely making connections with clients and they want to know about you as well. Like they want to, I always say this, people buy from people. So if you are, they want to know like, who am I supporting? Whose small business am I supporting? Like everyone always asks me how like my online training is going now because they've watched me start a service-based business, now pivot my business and want to focus to online. And they're so invested in it. Like they love it when I do my new brand shoots, like have new things coming up. Like they're just as invested in my life than I am in theirs. And I think that energy exchange is priceless. Another point that I kind of talked about earlier too is making them feel like an important part of your business because let's get real, if you didn't have them as a part of your business, would your business even be running? Probably not. So really having them feel like a valued part of their business, like I always say to my clients because I do have online booking and I do allow them to like have like Jesus, take the wheel. You are responsible for booking your own appointments. But at the same time, I always say like, sometimes technology is glitchy. Don't be afraid to reach out to me. Don't be afraid to message me. If you are looking for an appointment and that time, like the time slot you want doesn't show, sometimes technology is glitchy. Sometimes I do have that time slot available. It's just that my online booking site, sometimes my online booking site just doesn't show that time frame. So again, like you're important to me and I want you to be able to book the time slots that you want. I don't want you to have to sit there on my booking site like, oh, I never get the appointment times that I want. I never get the date that I want. Like I want you to feel important. So reach out to me, message me. Um, Those things go such a long way. I always say the same thing about retention. I'm always making them feel so good and so valued that I truly, truly care about them and the service they just received, that it makes them feel amazing. Like I said, feel like a million dollars, spend a million dollars. Now, if you don't really have like the clients coming in or you do have a few clients coming in and you're really not able to like secure them as a loyal, frequent client, you can use a few incentives to create a bit of loyalty as well. The three things that I think you can use are promos, loyalty cards, and referral cards. So promos, promotions, discounts, whatever. I personally don't believe in discounting your services all the time. Um, I personally believe that if you are a frequent discounter, you're not going to get frequent flyers. 
because your clients are literally or new clients are literally going to sit and wait for your things to go on sale because they know eventually they're going to go on sale. There's a business that um it's a business that always, always runs promos. And I personally just think like me personally, as a consumer, I would never, ever pay full price within their business because of how many promos and discounts they run. So if you are going to run a promo, you are going to run a discount, make sure it's like with intention, do everything in your business with intention. Is it Christmas? Is it boxing day? Is it your birthday? Is it Valentine's day? Is it new year's? Like, just like have a couple of times a year that maybe are slow seasons, for instance, Valentine's Day, like everyone says January is slow. I personally don't have a slow January, but if you can like throw some promos into your slower seasons, be intentional with it and don't run promos all the time. Like I'm talking once every three months, like no more than that. I really don't believe it. And if you're starting in your business, Again, that's a whole different topic, but just like have a consistent promo that you are running for a long period of time. Don't just have it for like today only save $20. Like, no, that's not going to give the incentive to book because some people aren't looking in that exact moment. Another thing to have is loyalty cards. So again, if you are struggling to have people come back to you to offer money off maybe is the only way that you can get them to come back. I want you to go to topic two from today of it's a whole experience. And I want you to go through that list of how you can make such an amazing experience that giving a few dollars off is not the only reason they're going to return back to you. If you're going to have a loyalty card and you're going to give money off or like a free fill after the eighth fill or something, make sure that this is an added bonus. This is not the only reason why they're going to be returning. Another thing that I am like so, such a huge believer in is referral cards. Because like I talk about, I really based, I really built my business off referrals. And even now with my student base, it's off referrals a lot of the time. I think referral cards are the number one thing that you should be using in your business if you are struggling to build your business. It goes hand in hand with loyalty and creating returning clients because do not offer a referral card for just the new client. Like, so for instance, you'll see referrals will be like, oh, um, be referred by somebody and you, the new client gets $20 off. It's like, okay, yeah, that's great for the new client. That's like a nice, that's a nice discount. What about the client that referred them? What is their incentive to go around yelling your name from the rooftops, talking about how you are the best lash tech in your city? Like, what is their incentive? Because again, to me, this is common sense. To me, this is what would I want as the consumer? If someone was going to offer me, let's say you do 10, I think I did 10 or $15 off. So if I did, I think I did 10. So let's say um, new client gets $10 off your full set and the the client that referred you gets $10 off her fill. That's an amazing incentive because if they're a hairstylist, if they're a server, bartender, whatever, I literally used to give a chunk of business cards to these clients. I would write their name on them and then they'd be bartending, serving. They'd have people go, oh my God, your lashes are beautiful. Who does them? They'd be like, pull out a card out of their float or whatever on the table. This is my lash tech. She's amazing. If you take in this card with my name on it, you get 
like discount off your full set make sure you take the card in with you they come in with that card I track it for that new client and the like my current client if that happens to my current client and she gets a couple of referrals she could get like $30 off her fill which is could be at, at some point like almost 30 to 40 percent off her fill like why is she not going to go and scream your name from the rooftops like that's a great amazing incentive to do so I hope that these really really helped you today I never know how to wrap up my episodes I'm just like that's it that's my information I've given to you. You're welcome. Have a great day. Um, but no, I honestly like, I really truly believe like I love this topic. I really feel like an expert in it. I thrive off this topic. I feel like I've done such an amazing job of it within my own business that if I can share like the things that I believe have worked for my business and believe that I they could work for you in your business, I'm of course going to share because we don't keep secrets here. Secrets don't make friends. Oh, I hope you have the most amazing weekend. Friday vibes are the best because you know the weekend is just around the corner. So if you have any questions with this, if you feel like you took away any huge points or something that you believe that other people should also experience and learn, please share me to your story. Make sure you tag me so that I can see this. Um, if you enjoyed this episode, please feel free to rate or subscribe so you don't miss any other new episodes. Thank you so much for being here. I appreciate you so much. Enjoy your freaking weekend, babe. I'll see you next week at Lashy Hour. Bye.